Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Markers like NFL analyst, college football analyst for the ACC Network, former linebacker at Boston College with the Giants as well uh, in the National Football League. Hey, Mark, Taz and the Moose with you. Thanks for a couple minutes this morning, buddy. Hey, Mark, what's up? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Yeah, you got it, Mark. Um, you know, let's start with the NFL, certainly, and a team uh, that you know and you played for, um, and that is the Giants here. You know, Taz and I were talking about a little bit earlier on. I mean, another ugly performance yesterday at home against the Buffalo Bills. We know Eli Manning there. You've got Daniel Jones. You know, when do you think that transition is? Some would say not now. Some would say make the argument transition now. Get the young quarterback as much experience as you can. This Giant team's not going anywhere. What about from your perspectives, Mark? What do you see when you look at that quarterback spot for the Giants here moving forward? Yeah, it's um, you know I think I think that it's too early to throw him in full time, but I, I don't think it's the problem at all getting him playing time. Uh, you know, especially the past couple games where they've been obvious in the start of the second half that the game is pretty much out of hand, um, and and it doesn't show on the scoreboard is out of hand. It's just as you watch the game. You just see absolutely nothing uh, sparked by the offense. The defense hasn't been able to stop anybody. So you know, it's a it's a very concerning time, I think, for Giants fans. They're watching their team implode almost, and and the carryovers that they were hoping to see from last year in Pat Shermer's second year as head coach and second year with a new offense and second year with a new defense. You're hoping there's more continuity and there's some uh, you know sparks. Um, especially with all the changes that general manager, um, the general manager made, it, and they haven't seen any of it. So I definitely think that Daniel Jones is the bright spot of the future. Um, I think Eli Manning has you know, he's played in a way that uh, doesn't allow a ton of success for the team. I mean, he's only had eight throws over 20 yards in the first two games, and he's three for eight and zero touchdowns and one interception. So. You know, when you're not able to get the ball down the field, um, maybe due to receivers or, or whatever it is, you start to say, okay, let me see what I saw from that young guy, Daniel Jones, in the preseason. And I think that after week four, I think that's when a lot of general managers start to look at their team and say, okay, we've gone through the first quarter of the season. What changes do we need to make? And, and I think that week four is a time that, you might see, or you know, after week four, week five, is when you might see a change, um, but I think it's too soon so far. Mark, let me ask you, you know, because I, I watched this game too, and, and you could tell, like, the energy, the difference with a young quarterback like Josh Allen for the Bills, and it was a different type of – just watching it on TV, it resonated a different type of energy to the point you're kind of making. With Eli, there was a different type of – not the same energy. From a defensive perspective, as a guy like yourself who's been at the highest elite level – You've been across some some great offenses, some bad offenses, and all different type of offenses. 
Can you feel that difference? So if you're across from a veteran guy who doesn't have that same energy, energy maybe he's in, he's long in the tooth as a player, no disrespect on Eli, but you get where I'm going. Can you feel that as a defensive player, we can tee off on this guy as opposed to, as opposed to that young gunslinger that, all right, well, he's got a certain kind of energy. We kind of have to be a little reserved here. You know, bring us into a defensive huddle or defense or a linebacker's mindset. Yeah, it's actually interesting. It's, it's funny. It's almost the opposite of what you're saying. You're, you, you you sense the, that young guy's energy and maybe excitement, and you say, "Okay, let's use that against them." You know, it's sometimes when you go against the the guy who's long in the tooth, the veteran, the you know Tom Brady, the Drew Brees. It's not an obvious energy, right? Like they have a, a poise about them, and I think that a poise is something that these quarterbacks develop as they go on in their careers but you know, I remember you know early in Kirk Cousins career I was lined up across from him and and it was like yeah he had energy but it was almost nervous energy mm. and so like you can tee off on that so you know there's a, a, a distinct difference between a confident energy and, and like a poise right versus a, a nervous energy. He's panicked. And, yeah. <laughs> and you can, like, see it in their eyes when really? they're lining up. That's, they have, like, crazy. these wide eyes. And you're just like, oh, this boy. Yeah, we got he's, him. <laughs> he's going to have a rough day. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so for for Eli specifically, you know, there's – I think that frustration is you barely see any energy. Like, you don't hmm. see a um, – but you never have, right? It's never like you've been like, oh, my gosh, Eli, look at him. He's so energetic. Right, it's, that's true. Just, he's yeah. never been that way. Yeah. So um, I think Giants fans can put up with that when you're winning. Uh, but, you know, consistently losing, you say, okay, well, what's the one position that can change that right now? And it's always in football the quarterback position. If you have a great quarterback, you have a better chance of winning. If you don't have as good a quarterback, then you don't have as good a chance of winning. So – the idea is, do we make that change right now and see what Daniel Jones can do? Or, you know, in my opinion, what they should do is continue with Eli for this year, or at least for most of this year. Daniel Jones needs to have this real-life game experience, but part of that game experience comes from being on the sidelines and listening to the plays being called and listening to how fast everything happens. And then once he goes in, he'll have a better idea because he's been you know, shadowing Eli, for lack of a better term. You know, Mark, um, which team, you know, if the Roethlisberger elbow injury is significant and the Breeze injury to his thumb is significant, Steelers or Saints, which one of those teams do you think could still have a successful year without their star quarterback? Well, I think the, I think the Saints. Um, I think that you know, Alvin Kamara brings so much out of the backfield. And Teddy Bridgewater is a quarterback who, you know, has done it. You know, he, he's done – he's been successful um, – with the Vikings uh, in you know in one year at least, and um, he's a guy who seems to have. You know, when you talk about you talk about energy at the quarterback position, he seems to just have the ear and the minds of the players. And, and you so you saw it last year through the playoffs and everything, where you know, he was so involved, um, not necessarily on the field. And I think. The multiple personnel, the multiple formations that that they run. Um, you know, sometimes they have multiple quarterbacks on the field. Anyways, I think the Saints are set up um, to yes highlight Drew Brees' uh, arm ability and his ability to make plays. But they have so many other weapons that I think the Saints uh, are in better shape to thrive without their quarterback. Well, you speak of weapons, uh, Mark. I got to ask you from from a defense 
defensive perspective, how you know, how good is this, you know, uh, as a defensive player going against, I'm saying a great offense like the Patriots, that's where I'm going. How good is this yeah. Patriots team? They have just a plethora of weapons from Edelman to obviously Antonio Brown now and Josh Gordon. Tom Brady, well-documented, Sony Michelle. I mean, Lacoste at tight end. I mean, how do you figure this out as a defensive player or as a defensive coordinator? Well, you know, it's uh, – I think, you know, one guy that's fun to highlight is Matt Lacoste. And, and he he was on the practice squad at the Giants for many years with me. And, um, you know, it's, I think I love to, to see how he's thriving because you know, we saw flashes – um, of him in New York Giants, but he didn't have a big name. Like right. he wasn't the guy. And what I love about the New England Patriots are they take these guys that that they see the flashes from, and they give them opportunities. And Malakos is a guy who come in and and get opportunities, and and you know he's playing well for them. But you're exactly right. This is going to be the scariest New England Patriots offense that we've seen maybe in 15 years. You know they they have. Weapons and a lot of times, Tom Brady. Bill, has to do I, it with, uh, Taz, you know, I'm sorry for your bills. Yeah, it's, 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 but this time he is going to do it with everybody. <laughs> See, Mark, the thing is, I'm a Bills fan, yeah, so Moose Taz, is just apologizing. I just said, I'm sorry, <laughs> Taz. I'm sorry. It's over. It's over. <laughs> I, be happy you're sorry, two and zero. You're not winning the division. <laughs> I just want the season to end right now, Mark. I'm happy as a Bills fan. We're good. Two and zero. We're good. Right. Taz, like, get me to the new year. That's it. With the, I want to yeah. get to the draft next year. Wouldn't that be nice? It yeah. would be. Uh, Mark, uh, you know, close out uh, the conversation where where you look at, um, you know, in terms of um, you know around the league. When you look at the the Browns tonight in the Monday night game. What kind of do you think they got uh, humbled enough with their Week One performance against Tennessee? What do you expect to see tonight in the Monday Night Affair against the Jets? Well, I think that it's interesting. The Browns, I, I feel like, I feel like, you know, you talk about humble pie and New England Patriots and all that stuff. I feel like they're kind of the opposite team. They need to, they, they got to thrive off of this like cocky mentality, right. um, and and it starts with their quarterback and. You, know, you just bring in different pieces of cockiness on the, on the outside, and like you know, sometimes you know you just gotta be the bully, right? So you, you can't be so finesse oriented, and, and sometimes when you're that cocky, you gotta you know you gotta throw fists and get up and, and start you know fighting first. And so I think that that's gonna be the key to the Brown success. You know, they gotta it's not just backing up their their talk; it's more so let me. Let me go out and prove that I can dominate physically, and then we can get to the dances and the celebrations and, and you know the limelight afterwards. So, I, I look for them to be physical early, and um, you know they got to get rid of get rid of big penalties that hurt them last game, and and you know they have a lot of potential, but it's it's how can they harness um, a lot of their emotions into you know, going out and kicking the snot out of somebody. Hey, Mark, we appreciate it, man. Enjoy the game tonight. Enjoy the rest of your Monday, and thanks for cutting out a couple minutes for us. Thanks a lot, Mark. Thanks, guys. Appreciate thanks. it. Take care, you got it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.